Welcome back to another episode of the Hustle Murphs podcast, or you can also call it the Murphcast podcast. So yeah, if you ha- if you have seen my previous episode, we just talk about pretty much Hustlent in general, and yeah, just about me, Hustlent, and yeah, about my life as a student, uh, not an influencer, but trying to be one. I can I can say. and yeah trying to be and trying to just fit into the small world so yes so welcome so uh, those of you who are new here welcome to uh the murfcast podcast or the hustle murfs podcast and yeah grab on get a cold or hot milo just sit down and just talk with me about anything you like any topic anything but as long as it is under sports so today our topic that we're going through it is about manchester united Yes, Manchester United um in the Premier League. As you can see something happened yesterday, something quite tragic. Yeah, really something tragic happened. So, yes, on Tuesday last night, um something happened was the Premier League has postponed the Manchester United Brentford game. Yeah, they did. And they were rescheduled to another day cuz now cuz the issue is COVID. not exactly the omicron variant which is spreading all over the world but the normal delta variant has spread and hit many of the people and the staff at Brentford and thus Manchester United are not allowed to go to the Brentford stadium to play as it is an away game oh then maybe you're just thinking that hey, why not the Brentford people come to Manchester United to play and Old Trafford but guess what they are also infected by the virus almost 80% of all the Brentford players are currently infected and the rest are not in the country the rest are right now back in their home country um like 
like because in Brentford there's a quite a number of African players. So yeah, most of them are back in Nigeria, South Africa, and Namibia, where they are from. And for them to come back, they have to do a lot of tests. And once they arrive back to England, they're not able to get in time for the match. So what can they do? Premier League has to cancel it. So yeah, so so that so um, as you can see, currently, if you don't know, I'm currently on my PC and I'm currently at the Manchester United website, just reading about the newest article published by the Manchester United PR team about the postponement of the Brentford game and being and it being confirmed by the Premier League. Yeah, so that's quite sad. Manchester United is doing quite well. Uh, we don't have much like cases of COVID because you can see Brentford is a is a London team, and it being a London team, you know, London is the capital of England. So, yes, uh, being one of the biggest cities in the in in the world and in England, yeah, we can act, we can expect what will happen. Yeah, so now I'm just gonna tell you more about it and just want just wanna. I just, I just want to tell you about the Manchester United, um, whatever happened and more about it. Okay, so yeah, so following PCR confirmation on positive LFT COVID-19 tests among the first team and staff and players, the outbreak requires ongoing surveillance. A decision was taken to close first team's operation at the quarantine training complex. Oh, it is not only it, it, not, it is not only Brentford which has COVID nineteen cases. It's also Manchester United and Canton. So that's something new. That 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 seems quite something new, huh? So yeah. So because of that, so so both both teams are at risk right now. That's sad. Okay, then given cancellation of training and disruption to the squad, and with the health of players and staff, the priority. The club requested the match to be rearranged and the Premier League board took the decision to postpone the game based on the guidance from the medical advisors. Yeah, I think that's something really good that the club should do uh, based on the current COVID-19 situation. And thus, Manchester United does really regret the inconvenience caused to Brentford FC and to both fans for both clubs by COVID-19. So yeah. Everyone, everyone went crazy after the news were published on Sky Sports and the Manchester United app, the Manchester United website, and and many uh and, and many pundits in football like the Manchester United PR team back in Old Trafford, and some people who just run their own YouTube channels just for Manchester United like like Goldbridge, and his uh, channel called the United Stand, and he also mentioned that he really regrets what happened. Um, he really regrets what happened that uh, that the Premier League has to cancel the fixture you see so as a person I live in Singapore and not in England or Manchester so I don't go to games and usually the games which take place uh, like and the, and the games which take place like let's say um, like normal games because like you know Premier League usually ha- usually takes place around like afternoon English time, right? And by the time, it's like here in Singapore, 10, 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the night. So that time is when I usually have, I think my sleep. I usually sleep at that time. So quite sad, really quite sad to see. And as a person, I don't go to matches and watch them. I watch on my PC, just watch the game from there. 
and I don't go to matches. But if you take a look from other people, you see many families from the United States are coming back to England because you know the the vaccine travel lanes for other countries for like United States and the and England has pretty much opened up. They opened up everything and then they're ready for travel. So yeah, so many Americans, uh, many English Americans, like people who are England but they work in the United States, coming back. Uh, they are coming back down to uh, coming back home to Manchester to watch to on the Christmas to watch the game about Brentford and Manchester United. So, but and then they pay and then they already ordered their tickets and then they got everything ready just for the game and guess what happened? Covid nineteen had to disrupt everything. What happens? Yeah, which is quite a pity. You see, I know. So if you guys feel it, yeah, definitely. It quite is quite sad to see something tragic. It's just um, down to cancelling uh, a team suffered and the team's training. You see, uh, even Cristiano Ronaldo on Instagram also mentioned that he's also sad to see that the match was cancelled for Brentford, uh, and he's sad that he's not able to play. So everyone is mourning whatever happened, and everyone's very sad for the postponement of the Brentford game. So yeah, it's really, really weird. This is really, really weird, and something that we should, we should all take note of. We should, everyone should take note. Yeah. So yeah, so I really hope all the players are in good condition. Uh, Maguire, um, Marcus Rashford, and everyone who are at, every, like almost all the players who are at who are at Carrington and. Those who got infected, especially with and who who got positive for the COVID nineteen, and what they can do, to, <coughs> what they can do, to like solve whatever happened and make sure everything says is in good uh, condition, because we don't we don't want anything to happen like last year in twenty twenty where there were no fans, no nothing. This last season was devastatingly painful to watch, and to see many stuff, main crazy stuff to happen. Yeah. So. I think that's uh, we're going to cover up, and I think this is for the topic. And now we're going to go to another topic about the new Manchester United manager, Ralph Ragnick, and he has a eight. He has been he has been uh, managing Manchester United for officially eight days already. And yeah, we're just going to cover up and let's see whatever he has done. So I'm kind. So the website is saying that eight days a week recap of Ragnick's start. So just over a week after being introduced to the Manchester to the media as Manchester United interim man manager Ralph Rangnick watched his new side overcome Norwich City on Saturday to make it back to back to to make it back to back uh one nil wins to the Premier League. So eight days on the inaugural press conference in the job, the German oversaw another winning effort from the United dugout as Cristiano Ronaldo's seventy-five minute penalty. Ensured we would grind out all the three points at Carroll Road. Yeah, and Carroll Road is the stadium of Norwich. And yeah, so overall, I watched the game highlights. I didn't watch the game live. I was busy, and yeah, it's quite. The game was uh, was on was on the night in England. That's like early early morning Singapore. So I wasn't able to watch it. So yeah, the game went well. The game uh, based on the highlights I watched the next day. The game went well. Ronaldo with the celebration after the penalty, quite made, quite made a few crazy stuff happen. You see, quite some crazy stuff did happen, 
like after Ronaldo celebrated at the um, at the corner corner flag, many people were were angry and they were uh, and they pointed the bird to Ronaldo and yeah, I can tell I can tell why Ronaldo's angry and why 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 the Norwich fans are angry because they they definitely they want that to happen to the Norwich club and seeing them desperately lose over Manchester United 1-0 so yeah so back to what I was saying about Ralf Reinick he had a good start so far as a German coach uh, many people have said that he like you know like literally Ralf Reinick he's the reason why managers like Ern Klopp uh, Thomas Tuchel were uh, from Chelsea were are really good managers because of Ralf Reinick his tactics really good are really really awesome. Now, there's one more thing we have to talk about Ralph Rangnick and his formation. So, his formation is like 2-2-2-2 two, 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 and then like three players back on. Something like that you can check on Google, but there's like a huge space in between and the la- and the person who's defending the space is Harry Maguire. So, what everyone is saying that people just come in and tackle my uh, tackle Maguire, get past Maguire, put a goal in the back of the net, which is scary for my Manchester United because you know uh from the old, from the Olegonex Sosha um Legacy, I guess. Yeah, the legacy of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer hasn't been that good, you see. Like stuff, stuff are good back in quarantine time football, where we literally won Manchester City. We we really trashed Manchester City at Liverpool, and we and we uh, top down on I think third in the league, but we lost a few teams and yeah, got third. We weren't able to win the season last uh, last uh, last season, but Liverpool did, and I really appreciate them. But now Ralph Ragnick is in. Let's see what he can do. Now there's other things like conspiracy theories about Manchester United having a German manager. Let's take a look at this. Liverpool. You see Liverpool. Liverpool signed a German manager. Who is Jurgen Klopp? They signed him. The next season they won the Champions League. Awesome stuff. Next time in Chelsea, they signed a German manager, Thomas Tuchel. Guess what happened? They won the Champions League. Now Manchester United did got a German manager who is Ralf Rangnick and Maybe we can win the Champions League. Let's see. And if we are able to win the Champions League, I'll be so happy and really be appreciative of everyone's efforts here at Manchester United and yeah, pretty much all of them. So I'm quite happy about um about Ralph Ragnick and seeing what he has done. Now, now let's go ahead and let's think about Ralph Ragnick games that he done. So eight days. Of, yeah, so we read that. Then okay, the result came off from the bag rain opening Trump to triumph over Crystal Palace by the game scoreline in the competition last weekend. Yeah, so as you can see, I watched the Crystal Palace game live, but then I had to sleep early. And just a few minutes later, Fred put in an awesome screaming goal back at the net. That was crazy. That was the first time I see someone like Fred. Literally, out of all the people who are playing, like Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, in Sancho. Mason Greenwood, Bruno Fernandes, look who scored, Fred. Yeah, then when I was doing my research about Fred and when I was getting to know him, like I, I, I knew that Fred would definitely do something like this. Cause if you watch the Tottenham game, Fred did give a a good strike to Hugo Lloris at the end, and Hugo Lloris had to do something to save the to save the ball, and Hugo Lloris did it. So good job, Hugo Lloris. But I think Hugo Lloris is gonna have nightmares, cause this rarely happens, especially to someone like Fred, huh? So yeah, I really think that Fred, 
okay fred is okay fred is a good person but sometimes he can improve in a way he does stuff i guess i don't know but yeah overall fred did a very good a very good job uh, at crystal palace and a one nil game and yeah uh, it's quite sad to see that uh, for me not to see the uh, the game against crystal palace that weekend and boys fine mentality change of mind and really happy oh yeah and, and, and another thing another thing, and another win that uh, manchester united has done was on the young boys game as you can see uh, the young boys game wasn't really important it wasn't quite important game and there weren't many there weren't many much fans over that to watch the game because you take a look at this manchester united only top the league uh, no top the, the the group the champions league and it's already definite from even before even before the game that manchester united is definitely going to go into the round of 16 which happened and we're going to cover that later don't be surprised we are going to talk about that about the atletico uh, the atletico madrid round of 16 uh, coverage we're going to talk about later now let's come back okay so yeah so that's pretty good really um i feel that um yeah mm. lol i just forgot what i want to say yeah back to the young boys game so yeah it wasn't really important the the aim of the game just like a booster game maybe they can get a few points that's for optionality maybe like other teams that rank the club i don't know but it's fine um we are in the round of 16 now and yeah so because of that raf rackling was there and he changed the entire first 11 and the and the thing and look at look at this tom heaton came back after millions of years bro tom heaton he played his last game or i think 5 years ago i guess i think 5 years ago he was he was playing for manchester united and now look at him he's finally back now i like ralph ragnick as he's as he's trying to bring more younger players and players uh, who don't have much playing time onto the pitch and play for the game as you take a look like uh, you know uh, savage the commentator son uh, savage was over there and savage was subbed on with juan mata and savage played the uh, um, the the um the rest of the 60 minutes and I really love it that new players are coming in as you can see the, uh, as you can see another player who was subbed on is deran ikbal which made me really proud as as Zidane Iqbal is the first south asian pers- the south the first south asian player in the entire of football history to play in manchester united not only manchester united in the premier league not the premier league the uefa champions league literally the freaking uefa champions league which is awesome for someone who's who come from my descent he might be muslim i but me hindu but doesn't matter we come from the same blood the same heritage So I'm really really proud of Zidane Ikbal and Savage for putting up their first on their debut match in the Champions League and making everything feel good. So yeah, so so overall Ralf Ragnick did something awesome today. Uh not awesome but Ralf Ragnick did something really really good uh on his first 8 days at the club and he did a lot of good things actually. Ralf Ragnick put in all of his effort into the game and was he was a good person overall. Yeah, so Ralph Ragnick was a good person. And yeah, I hope that Manchester United can continue and just push on. Huh? I think that's good. Okay, so now we have another thing to continue. So now we're going to do something very small. Uh like it wasn't uh it was it's not that big. We're just going to talk about the and the under 23s uh won against Countroop by the the Manchester United under 23 against Countroop 4-2. Really happy for them seeing them play at Old Trafford. Usually, usually they don't play at Old Trafford. Usually they play at the training ground at Carrington. Their gang, the games, 
But now Manchester United like, go on, go on, continue. We have COVID stuff to settle. Why don't you guys go to um, Old Trafford and just play the game? So, yeah, really cool. And the FA Youth Cup is doing well. 4-2 against Count Rope, And that's really awesome. Okay, then now we have something, nothing to do, huh? So, first of all, so next thing we have to, we're going to cover, we're going to talk about Atlético Madrid in the round of 16 for Manchester United. So, as you know, first of all, Antoine Griezmann came back from Barcelona to Atlético Madrid and is currently back doing much everything he's yeah, doing his job. And manager Diego Simeone, we know what happened when Ronaldo was in Juventus and Diego Simeone, the down-under jokes. Yeah, so I think hmm, this is going to be tough, you know. I think this is definitely going to be tough. As you know, we did won, we did won the, we, 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 we did win Atletico Madrid before. Definitely time, many times we did win them before. Like I remember back in um, back in 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 the nineteen ninety one ninety nine in the nineteen ninety two season in the uh, Cup winners um, uh, tie, the Spaniards which they won four one on aggregate, which is quite sad to see. But other times we did win in the Europa League back then. When when if you take a look, um, you know Manchester United when Mourinho was in there, many of the club legends left and they retired. The youngsters weren't doing a good job and they were grouped to Europa League, but we won the Europa League. And in the group, we were with Atletico Madrid and we win when we won Atletico Madrid. So, yeah, Atletico Madrid, uh, good to see them again. And now we've got new players like, like Cristiano Ronaldo, Edison Cavani, who else we have here? And Sancho, Bruno Fernandes, Luke Shaw, Pogba, Arwan Bissaka, Fred, everyone. So, yeah, so really, really good. Yeah, so that is uh, really something to see. And another thing, De Gea. Uh, De Gea uh, and you know De Gea is coming, uh, going back home uh, because the game is going to be played in Spain uh, in February. Yeah, do you know February? I'm going to do the podcast before the game. So I'm just talk about like the players who are going to play and not the starting eleven. I won't be able to watch the game. February school is there, huh? Yeah. So, mm, so many players did play for Atletico Madrid, like like our good friend De Gea. Coming back, he's coming. He he's coming back um, down to Atletico Madrid after ten years of being in United. But he's very happy to be another player, and I really think that um, I really do think that De Gea will will play and retire at Manchester United very long, and maybe Tom Heaton or Dean Henderson will play. So if well, what I think maybe De Gea to play now, we keep Tom Heaton on the side, and then we can loan now Dean Henderson to like other clubs, and then he'll improve on his. Status and come back next season, and he'll be right as quite as good as Tom Heaton or maybe De Gea. So yeah, I do think this is quite good, and everything will be good. And another thing, as you know, uh, back in and twenty seventeen, the the Atlético Madrid got they had a new stadium, and yeah, I think I think um, you know Manchester United is going to come back to the new stadium and show who's boss. Yeah. Hmm. So yes, the and yeah, as you know, we have. We have to also be careful for the key players of Atletico Madrid. We have Liverpool's, the former Liverpool striker, or the awesome Barcelona Suarez. Luis Suarez, strong age of 34 for Atletico Madrid. And yeah, we know we have the we have the key central midfielder, Koke, and the French World Cup winner, Antoine Griezmann. So yeah, really, really happy to see that 
everything is going well and he had Manchester United and yeah hope hope to see like I really hope to see the the boys come back to the game back in February yeah February is going to be the next time we'll be seeing quite a long time though yeah so really like to see what they can do huh? Yeah, and another thing, so back to what I was saying in the first time, we're going to cover the podcast soon, yeah, about Carrington. Yeah, that's really quite sad to see that about uh, Manchester United and, um, and the COVID situation happening in Carrington. Really sad, and yeah, so the Tuesday fixture will be closed for Brentford, and yeah. <sighs> yeah, really sad to see. Even Manchester United created a huge, uh, a huge uh, statement by the communication department, to apologize to the fans of Brentford and the Manchester United Reds to tell them that um our the covid situation had really taken over us and we had nothing else to do so yeah other than that i'm really happy to see that Manchester United is doing a really good job in being a team and supporting each other through hardships through everything yeah so other than that thank you for thank you for listening i did a mistake in my previous podcast saying thank you for watching no, thank you for listening to this podcast. And I w- and I love to see you next time in my next podcast. No, next to next to what? I have to hear you. I guess okay. Next to see you through my see you through my feeling that you're listening to my podcast. Yeah, see you through my feeling of listening to the podcast soon. And yeah, I'll catch you later and love peace and tickets. And yeah, let's go guys. Go reds, go reds, go reds. By the way. And this is the hus- this is Nuna Husband for the Murfcast podcast, especially the Husband Murfs podcast. If you're hearing guys, bye.